like what is this yearning right i was yearning for connection i was yearning for resolution i was yearning for something in my outer environment to finally give me the security that i was seeking as long as we're waiting for that thing to happen so that we can be validated and acknowledged and feel worthy you're becoming enslaved to that right you're also coming from a space of lack hello everybody welcome back to my channel my name is hope and today i want to talk to you about waiting i thought of this topic the waiting around right which is waiting for our external circumstances to somehow feed us and validate us to meet us in some way this part of ourselves that are in this waiting mode really puts us in this space of operating from duality operating from not knowing that we are the creators of our reality so let's break this down right what makes us the creators of our reality by this point in the collective we're collectively some part of us understands that we do create our realities it's it's no secret anymore, right? It's kind of funny how, yeah, in 2007 and 8, that was around the time when I was, you know, introduced to the movie Secret. That was when I started reading the book Conversations with God and all these things, right? Like Jack Canfield, Law of One, just all of these materials that were kind of hidden for humanity to know because we were so densified right we were so in this space of not knowing that we had been temporarily separated from source god energy and we just started navigating life in such a way that we are operating from the three lower chakras and not understanding the foundations of who we are and our essence of our ability to create our realities so but it's no um, easy peasy cake, even if you become aware of this factor, because we're not really taught how to utilize our energies to create a reality. And it's in becoming aware of ourselves when we can actually start to utilize these higher knowledge, right? The higher knowledge that we are one with source, God, consciousness, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. However you associate your higher power, higher uh, higher self, your higher consciousness, the um, all that is, right? This aspect of you that actually lives through you, mm -hmm. It's living through you, through your eyes, your senses, this physical body. This is an embodiment, right? And the more that we align to this fact that we are the creators of a reality, the more that we can become aware of how we're influencing each other, how we're influencing our outer environment, rather than the environment changing us. So the difference between living a life where you are being influenced, where you are being controlled by the programming, the collective programming of victim consciousness or poverty consciousness, that is when we willingly and unwillingly and unconsciously are giving our powers away. So the path of understanding our co-creative powers is really, at the baseline, it is consciousness. Consciousness. 
And if you want to understand what your consciousness is, it's not your mind, it's consciousness. That's why all the mystics talk about this. Any kind of spiritual teachings will tell you to meditate so that you become aware of your consciousness, right? The awareness behind the mind. The monkey mind is there to serve you. However, your monkey mind is operating from duality. Your monkey mind needs to be actually trained. And you could call this, you know, maturing of the ego, but you really have to become aware of when you are operating from this fear mindset. The fear mindset puts you in survival mode. When you're in survival mode, you're operating from the lower vibrations, the lower three chakras of surviving, which is when you are wanting to take something from your outer environment to fill or feed you right so and it serves us to a certain degree however it's not the whole truth you know we have these gateways the uh, our chakras are actually our gateways our hearts your your throat chakra your third eye your gateway your crown chakra and beyond they exist so that we can tune in to ourselves, the core essence of our co-creative energy. So we have to really become aware of when we are willingly or not willingly unconsciously giving our powers away to our outer circumstances. And as you know, um, over the last couple of months, I've really been going through what I would call a massive rebirthing period of really reviewing what works, what doesn't work, and really coming face to face with my demons and part of this journey was in recognizing that there's a deep part of me that I've been avoiding for a really long time because of the identity that I've built over time which is the strong independent self-sufficient and someone who is spiritually aware and awakened like all of these things yes to a degree help me and it's so essential to be self-efficient independent um, in alignment however there's always going to be the other polarity that exists and, and the more that we understand ourselves and when we are off balance and we recognize when we are off balance that's when we can bring ourselves back to our core center this whole process was actually seeing all of the areas that i abandoned in signing up, in identifying with these aspects of myself that I really liked and enjoyed that felt like gave me power. And that's why my work has shifted completely over the last couple of months where self-mastery doesn't necessarily mean that you become a master of the reality and you can control everything, your emotions. It's more so in recognizing the power of this reality, the power of taking full responsibility for yourself and recognizing how you have been operating from this place of duality, of this place of not accepting a part of yourself that you don't like about yourself, right? And that's the really real hard work. And my journey was also coming full face-to-face with the part of myself that I've been denying for a really long time and that had to do with this yearning. Like, what is this yearning, right? I was yearning for connection. I was yearning for resolution. I was yearning for something in my outer environment 
to finally give me the security that I was seeking. It wasn't until pretty recently that I recognized that this is actually something that I've been avoiding for a really long time that is causing all of the drama in my life. The security that I was yearning for outside of myself, whether that was for work, relationships, whatever, I was yearning for this outer environmental circumstances, whatever that was that I was putting my attention to, I was waiting. There was a deep part of me that's been just in stagnant position of waiting around, waiting until this thing happens, waiting until I see it in my outer reality that reflects what I desire and then I feel good, right? But the work isn't actually to change your outer environment so that you feel good and that's why the secret to an extent is so like disempowering to people because what it teaches is yes you're the creator of your reality feeling is a secret by neville goddard like you start to understand that you create your reality but the the baseline the intention behind wanting to create your reality cannot be so that you can get the thing outside of you do we understand are we on the same page like this is so important because the moment that you are waiting around that you are doing all the exercises meditating every day creating a vision board and desiring something that is outside of you the red ferrari the maserati whatever right like whatever relationships the money, the like whatever that you are wanting to fulfill you, to make you understand, to allow you to understand that you're the creator of your reality. There's something very, very scary about that and reversed. And the work actually is in recognizing the power within. And the next time you come into contradiction to what your desire is within your reality, you no longer find yourself reacting from the fear mindset of separation and duality. You're operating from a place of recognizing the power of you bringing a situation into fruition, right? I wanted to talk about this because I didn't know how to get rid of this feeling of waiting around and I didn't realize or I didn't understand how or why I was waiting for something that was not gonna happen and I'm so glad that it didn't happen because in that space of actually waiting around I found myself powerless I found myself not knowing how to navigate my world I found myself reacting very vulnerably, right? Very vulnerable space of willingly giving my power away to my outer circumstances, right? So which means if you're waiting around for a certain specific thing to fulfill your desires, it also means that you are highly susceptible to being controlled by by your outer environment. What if that doesn't happen? What does what stories will we tell ourselves then when that doesn't happen? So the work really is one to recognize where we're giving our powers away. How are we giving our powers away? What are we waiting for? What kind of permission are we waiting for from the outer environment? No matter how meaningful 
they are in your life, no matter how meaningful this specific event or circumstances are to you, as long as we're waiting for that thing to happen so that we can be validated and acknowledged and feel worthy, you're becoming enslaved to that, right? You're also coming from a space of lack and that is actually keeping all the things that you desire at an arm's length. You're resisting the very thing that you're wanting by wanting it so much so, right? That you're not recognizing the lack that is occurring within you. How can you bring that experience within your being? So for me, this this whole journey looked like, well, let me see how I'm actually giving my powers away. Let me actually see uh, where did I lose track, right? Because I'm the one sitting here across from this camera and telling you that self-mastery is, is the key. And yet I was unable to resolve this yearning. Like what's going on here, right? Like how is it that I have convinced myself that I need my outer environment till circumstances or people or things to validate me? What am I waiting for? Who am I waiting for, right? And why? And what will you do then? Like if that thing comes, now you're at the mercy of that other person. You're signing up for giving your power away, right? So, okay, I reviewed. So I sat with myself and I started to review and it was very apparent for me because this one particular thing that I was waiting for that I knew was bad for me, that I knew that what didn't make any sense for me to wait for this thing, but I was waiting for it. And I, I had to just face the very fact that I am vulnerably waiting for this particular thing, this particular person. And in that space, I said to myself, really? Like, really, is that something you're waiting for? Because that thing that you're waiting for was never good and never met your need. Incredibly powerful to intentionally withdraw yourself from manifesting. It's incredibly powerful to take a step back in your reality and put yourself in an incubator, so to speak. Put yourself in a space where you're no longer desiring things outside of yourself. Okay, what are you, what are you talking about? We're always, well, one thing you have to recognize is that we're always manifesting. But second, um, the reason why I mentioned this is Kendra Kanov mentions this quote and it is, accepting crumbs leaves you more starving than actually feeding you. So what crumbs are we accepting in this space of waiting around for someone else to validate us, to give us the love that we want and to fe- for us to feel worthy? It's so temporary. Will you see that as long as we're waiting for someone to fill our needs or something to f- fulfill our needs, we are signing up for accepting crumbs rather than the, th- the thing itself, the creative power within ourselves. So in this space of putting yourself in a space of no longer manifesting, which means that you're, you're, you're retracting yourself back into the cocoon, right? Before a butterfly becomes a butterfly, you're becoming the egg. You're, you're putting yourself through a rebirthing process. You are putting yourself through a process of withdrawing 
from all of the energies that's been going out into this world for a very specific need to be met. And when you do this, you start to notice how you're leaking your energy. And this is probably one of the most important things that I can ever share with you. If you're in this space of waiting around, if you're watching this video so that you could get the thing that you want by watching this video, this is the message for you. Stop waiting for that person. Stop waiting for that job offer. Stop waiting for the money to come in. Stop waiting for the weather to be nice. In this space of incubation, when we can see that our our energies have been leaking out so that our needs can be met, but our needs will not be met if we're in this space of wanting and having lack within. We have to be able to fulfill this hole that we feel within ourselves that are wanting something outside of us to fulfill us, right? So how do we do that? Like, how do you actually do that? It's in recognizing the power that you already hold. Nothing has any meaning other than the meaning that you give to it, right? Again, nothing has any meaning in your life other than the meaning that you're giving it, right? What meaning are you giving this specific thing that you're waiting for. And another aspect to this that I find really incredibly important to understand is no longer are we in this space of victimness. Victim consciousness is a real thing. Victim consciousness or poverty consciousness is what keeps us waiting. We're waiting for the higher powers to give us so that we feel good about ourselves, so that we understand that we are worthy. And as long as we're in that space, we're not going to be able to really truly feel fulfilled. And so one is recognizing where or who have we giving our powers away and it really is a brutal awakening sometimes. It's really coming face to face with why we were making certain decisions. What stories have we built around our limitations in our reality that keeps us waiting? What stories are we willing to let go of about ourselves? And we all have a certain level of trauma from zero to seven is when your trauma develops, but even beyond that, your soul coming into this life, they've willingly signed up for this life. Your parents, you chose your parents. There's nothing to blame anymore when you are in this space of incubation, right? And you're not gonna be in incubation for a long time. This is just a suggestion that you could go into the space of reviewing your life because honestly, collectively, I feel like we're all going through a certain level of rebirthing, a certain level of letting go of our past, a certain level of no longer living by the stories that we were given. No longer are we in this space of victimhood, right? And it's about taking back our authority. And another full-on layer to this that I really think that is important that, that can serve you is that the thing is, the waiting around, right? The waiting around. Listen, I've, I've waited around. I think I've waited around my entire life, honestly. I've waited for my skin to get better. I've waited for my parents to find resolution for goodness sakes, like stop complaining about each other. <laughs> um, I was waiting for my lover to appear in my life. I was waiting for the money to come in in my life. I was waiting for everything in my life. And it's 
incredibly exhausting to be in this space, but the waiting happens when you don't recognize that you are actually the main character of your life. Waiting, the obsessing over a situation that it, it intoxicates you where you are requiring someone else or something else to be to give you the thing that you want you become a bypasser you become the second you become the friend of the main character you're willingly giving the main character right? In your movie, in your reality, no one else is the main character. In your reality, right? You are the main character. And what we don't recognize in our own illusion of this 3D reality is that we don't recognize the authority figure at all. The authority figure, right? What does that mean? authority, author, the author of your reality, the authority figure is you. You're the director. You're the one creating your reality. You're the one that's focusing your lens of perspective towards a specific thing. And if you're focused on lack, that's what you'll get as within, so without, as above, so below, right? You attract the thing that you are. And if you want something, if you want security and validation, you have to be able to give that yourself. You have to become so secure. You have to love yourself so much that there is no example other than the example that you're giving yourself, right? You're embodying the thing that you're wanting and waiting for. And that's the answer. You have to. Otherwise, there's no energetic match, right? And you're, you're going to continuously run into scenarios that show the opposite of. Why do you think that is? You're going to continually run into things that are going to take your power away. You're going to continuously run into situations and you're going to continuously attract events and circumstances in your, in your life that leave you feeling powerless and hopeless. Why do you think that you're attracting these experiences into your, your life? Are you Have you had enough? right? And that was the question that I had to ask myself. Have you had enough yet of feeling powerless? Have you had enough of of not being able to sleep through the night because you're so in fight or flight mode of fear and desperation and devastation? Have we had enough of suffering yet? And and the reality is that, and, and the secret is that every aspect of your reality any character that shows up in your life is trying to show you something that is occurring within your inner reality your inner reality every every aspect of your life is a mirror of your inner reality it's reflecting back to you what you're missing and if you're in a situation where you feel powerless and hopeless it also means that you feel powerless and hopeless within so if you have attracted a circumstance or event in your life that left you feeling powerless it means that you don't feel powerful within yourself so that thing that you absolutely have no control over. And I know this is a little bit of a contradiction to what I'm just saying, but hear me out. And if it doesn't make sense, leave a comment below because I'll be happy to answer you. But so when you are 
when you are in a situation, right, and your power is taken away from you or feel you feel helpless, it doesn't mean that you have to go out there and convince that person or convince the circumstances or events or change that event somehow so that you could feel good. The work is to withdraw from the 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 drama that is occurring within your reality and come back home to yourself and oh my gosh oh my lord does that feel good to come back home to yourself and recognizing and breathing in and out this this the prana of life the the life force that you have been willingly giving away oh my goodness does that feel good right it feels so reviving it feels finally like you can actually breathe with intent as you're meant to and and coming coming full back circle into your body into your inner reality and see and observe where in your inner reality do you feel powerless about what have you abandoned what can you do to feel secure in your own body and you have to start reviewing your stories you have to start recognizing that there were many different webs of stories that we have weaved into our being into our identity that cause us to feel powerless and we really have to review those for me it was some arbitrary weird stories that um i've been told since i was little like there's I'll share this one particular thing that I am now fully recognizing that it has absolutely no part in my life anymore, that I am no longer signing up, willingly allowing this story to control my reality anymore. And that is my grandmother and my mother like to talk a lot about astrology, the Chinese zodiac actually, and how the rabbits are this way, the the snakes are this way. I'm a horse. I was born in 1991. January, which makes my lunar calendar, which we go by, and it makes me a horse. And I have identified with this very much. One, I believe that astrology and the cosmos and Chinese zodiacs are wonderful tools. Don't get me wrong, but there was this particular story that I've been told since I was little that because I'm a horse, uh, I'm not a horse exactly, I just, you know what I mean, right? I am born in the ear of the horse, I have a particular alignment or whatever, but they had warned me, okay, that the year of the snake is going to be, will always put me in situation that, situations that cause me to basically cause trouble in my life, right? And it's so interesting how these stories just get just get embedded into our identities because for a really long time, one, I actually did have experiences in my life where um, someone who was in the ear of the snake really put me in a detriment really put me in a space of like really crappy about myself i i can't really go into the detail details of this but and the quality that they had mentioned to me was that they're kind of like a trickster right like a snake or they're they're being very sneaky with me right as someone who is completely transparent with my world and who i relate with i'm i no longer have the desire to put on a facade for other people i'm just going to be myself in front of people and that's been the way for me for a really long time and so having someone who embodies a trickster right someone who alters themselves to maybe convince me 
to do something or whatever. And that story that I was told since I was little really played a significant factor. And <laughs> these superstitions, right? Like that's also where our energies leak because it's the stories and the meanings that we put behind these stories that cause us to actually weave our future and create a predictable future, which is a programming. That's all it is. And if you want this story to be true, then let's let it be. But if we're not happy with the outer result, right? The result of embodying this story, let's let it go. So recently, I told myself, I no longer want this story anymore. It's not fun for me. And also, there, there is absolutely no viable proof, truth, higher truth that aligns with this story anymore. I no longer want this story to be a part of my life. One, it puts so much limitations in my reality, right? If I'm operating from this place, I'm going to have to avoid certain people from 1989. Like, you know, it's just, it's not coming from this place of unity. It's not coming from this place of oneness. It's not coming from this place of connection. It's coming from a place of fear that I'll be put in this, these weird scenarios because of this snaky person that's going to appear in my life. Why would I spend the energy in that, right? And another thing, um, getting astrology readings or getting tarot readings, like they can be good tools, but it can also program you. And I, I talk about this a lot on my uh, channel, but energetic hygiene is so important, okay? Like spiritual hygiene, energetic hygiene is so important during this time. Um, and I mean that, like just be careful, what you put your energy into not to like put fear or out there for you but it's just more like become so aware of when you're leaking your energy and it becomes very simple right how much of my power are, uh, am i willing to give out especially like when some of these readings and some of these tools or whatever are so expensive right they're so and, and let me actually go back to this this whole idea of becoming the main character, but where is our authority? Are, are we giving our authorities to our boss? Are we giving our authorities to our partners? Are we giving our authorities to our terror readers? Or can we bring those powers back to ourselves, right? Another thing that I wanna leave you with this, okay? Is are we valuing ourselves when we give our powers away? And if you're constantly attracting people who are avoidant, who are emotionally unengaged or, or emotionally unavailable or physically unavailable, and if you're if you keep attracting situations where you, it leaves you feeling powerless and disconnected, we have to become that person that is able to give ourselves the energy that we're needing and requiring. And that looks like valuing ourselves. That looks like valuing our time. Stop chasing around, right? Pause in your life and review what things you're chasing. And when you're in the mode of chasing something that's outside of you and you're waiting around for that thing to be come yours that's when we're most the farthest away from the thing that we want we're operating from a place of lack so in that sense we have to start waking up every day and making decisions and letting go of the things that are causing us to not honoring ourselves 
the things that are, are not in alignment with our truth. We begin to pull back all of the energies that we've been giving away to other people, circumstances, and things into ourselves to feed ourselves and fuel ourselves, right? And that looks like really valuing our lives, create and cultivate the culture that you want and all the things that you want will come into your life. You'll be like a freaking magnet, the thing that you want to become, right? But even even if, right? And it will come. The thing that you want will come as long as you relax, right? It's kind of like swimming when you are in resistant in the water and you're resisting the waves, you're resisting everything, you're going to get hit really hard. But when you're actually in the flow, you relax, right? The more that you relax, the more that you lean back, which is the feminine energy, the more that you are trusting yourself, right? Build trust within yourself and start to navigate your life in a way where you're valuing your self, your body, you're valuing your needs, you're valuing your commitments in your life, your your whole life, your time, and everything starts to shift. And it's going to take practice because you're going to have to now review, okay, how have I been not valuing myself, right? How have I been giving my powers away? And as, as long as you become aware of this, and then you start to cultivate the truth, the core truth of who you are and you begin to value yourself, your outer reality has to change because your perspective will change. You'll start to notice different things. You'll start to be more present with yourself. And again, your presence, your be, you being present is stepping into the unknown. The present is where the unknown is. You are creating it, right? And, and the meanings and the stories that we have built review those. What stories are causing limitation and lack for you? And how can you rebuild a new story? Um, Just so you know, when you're reviewing your stories, what's really also important is to know that energy, energy is always constantly moving. So when you're in this space of when something leaves your body, right? When you're letting go of a part of a story that you've been holding on to for a long time, any energy that leaves will be filled. Any space that occurs will be filled, which is essentially what the law of attraction or like attract like is talking about, right? As within, so without is also talking about the universal law of mirroring. The way in which our energies are, are filled is by our ability to create space, right? Our ability to lean back and allow things to come to us rather than us chasing the thing. So recognize that when you're letting go of the stories that you've built around yourself, about around your worthiness or value, whatever, whatever it is, right? When you let go of your old stories, realize that you're going to have to reprogram yourself to the new stories. You're going to have to allow the new stories to come in and here's the good news is that you're always being guided you'll know the right thing to do the right video will enter into your the right video will enter into your life you'll see the right quote in instagram you'll see the right book you'll start to meet the right people that tell you similar things and you'll be in awe of life but but recognize again right that when you let go you have to now become the authority figure and allowing the things that you want to be a part of your journey and also it's about letting go of the things that are no longer serving you right and we have to be really really brave and be 
so brave that you're willing to let go of the old stories. Be so willingly available for the new that that your past no longer is the greatest thing that happened in your life. No longer wanting to relive the past so that you feel good right now. The past is the past and it's just a part of your story. And whatever you take from that story is going to become your predictable future and programming, right? So it's really about cultivating a new story. What stories do you want in your life? And that step really begins with just becoming so clear with what you want in your in your life what do you actually want right and not like in a way oh i want fame i want more money or whatever look at the essence of what you want right why do you want why do you want more money you you just want freedom why do you want to be in a relationship you just want connection and intimacy which means that you have to build intimacy within yourself if you want freedom you have to feel freedom first you have to embody freedom first you have to become the thing that you're wanting to create in your reality yeah so i think that's about it um for this video i hope you found this video helpful if it did leave a comment down below or like the video so that i know i'm doing a good job and yeah thank you so much for watching and as always take what resonates and leave out the rest bye